We don't win down here. We lose. You ready for that? Oh, you, th- oh, you were a post-millennialist. You thought we were just going to go waltzing into the kingdom as you took over the world. Welcome to Nobody with a Bible. Chief Nobody Brandon. Here we talk about all the things and use biblical discernment while doing so. So let's dig in. Not using your feelings, but God's truth. What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. I mean, this is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is, and we don't know who we are. Welcome back to part two of Obey God, Defy Tyrants. The first one we talked about just how far Christians should go, answered a specific question uh, regarding what's going on in the world and just how involved a Christian should get with it considering what's going on in the world around us. So we dealt with that one in the first one. If you haven't listened to that one, please go back and listen to that one first. But this is going to be part two. This is another question that we received. And I got Heidi here with me today to, you know, give a um, uh, a little bit of a more parenting perspective on this issue, too. Um, Heidi, you have a little bit of a tinfoil hat, so you might be going off a little bit here on this specific question. But uh, Okay, I'm just saying, though, of all my tinfoil hat things, have any of them been proven to be false? Um, well, I mean, it depends. No, of my, my things that I brought up and said, hey, hey, hey. Not proven to be false. Okay. It's just that you go a little bit overboard, I think, with your conspiracy theory on some of But it doesn't them. make it false. Well, it doesn't make it true either. Well, mind your business. Okay, go on. And anyway, so I got, I got you here to, to just give a little bit of perspective here in a minute to this question because it's a good one and we haven't dealt with the vaccine yet on any of our channels and of course this is something that's um you know it's been uh, talked about a lot and that's a lot if of opinions they let us leave this podcast up <laughs> no right before it gets take it down <laughs> yeah before we'll probably get strikes and get it taken down but here we go so i'll have you go ahead and read this specific question because this um is a very good question and it comes to us uh, from somebody that we know personally, it's it's actually a member of our church, but uh, also a listener as well. Um, she was actually a listener, I believe, before yep. she was a member. Um, and so she wanted to get my my personal thoughts on it because we had a, a situation this past week where our daughter was bitten by a copperhead on Saturday night, which as recording of this podcast... Um, is a week. So she was bitten by a copperhead and it was an absolutely traumatic experience. Um, she's completely fine. Matter of fact, just before recording this podcast now, uh, one full week and she is walking already on her foot where she yeah. was bitten. Slowly and carefully. Slowly and carefully. But she, but she was in and she did an overnight hospital stay and it was scary and she had the anti-venom and you know, they threw around a lot of words that none, no parent wants to hear or likes. Um, but, you know, 
um, thanks to the grace of God, you know, her healing was just, and, and the prayers was, it was just amazing. So anyway, um, she knew of this situation, obviously, and she personally had a situation uh, earlier in the year with uh, her son. And, and both of these were kind of life or death scenarios in both in both situations easily i mean copperhead bites are rarely fatal but they can be especially when we're talking about a three-year-old you know i mean it's 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 really scary when a three-year-old gets bitten by an adult poisonous snake you know i mean it's it's not a good thing so um you know it's it's definitely life or life or death and then uh, on on the other end of it um her son had a situation where he had to be on a ventilator and they didn't they didn't think he was going to make it. And so we were both faced with these just scary situations. And uh she you know she'll go on to explain a little bit more of what I just did in this question here. But um it brings up a a fascinating conversation. So go ahead and and I I just wanted to 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 start it off with that, but go ahead Heidi and read it. Yeah, because these are, you know, these are good questions and I think also adding in the background of we not that this podcast I think is going to be the reasoning for why um, I feel as Christians it's rather clear but um, we definitely come from the side of no we are not going to be taking the vaccine yeah let's um, get that off the let's, table let's right confirm, away like, coming from yeah. them, like we are not going to be but, taking it our children will absolutely not be taking it but i also won't wear a mask you know because of science but that's okay right so that this is like where we come at this question at though that's going to play into these these options here then so then having that situation where we did have to go to the hospital. Our child did have to be treated by emergency room staff. We did have to be transferred to the children's hospital. You know, we did have to do all of those things. Um, the question here being, we all know that the mark of the beast will be here. Not saying that the vaccine is the mark of the beast because it is clearly not. Okay. And please Listen. stop saying this. I'm just, I I'm just feel please, like Please, any need Christians to that say this, and, and I get this question all the time. No, absolutely not. Yeah. It is not the mark of the beast. Continue on. Is this the groundwork for that system? Y- yes, yes, which we'll, we'll go ahead we and talk, but, but, but please that's what she's saying do here. not. Yeah. We all know that it will. Right. And, be and, here. and, sh- and let me, let me be clear. She did not allude to yes, this no. being the mark. She clearly stated that yeah. I was saying for Christians that I have been asked this question. Is it the mark? Please stop saying that because it, it is, is not. not. No, it does not meet any of the biblical criteria. No, it, not at all. Okay. But, but you can see this line of thinking. You can see this groundwork being taken. Sure. And that's what we're going to get into. But she says, um, I, I'm not saying the vaccine is part of that, but we refuse to get the vaccine. That's her family. And, and yes, we're in the same right. boat. Right. We're Absolutely. in the same boat. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. What would have happened if we, you and I, Brandon, were required to have the vaccine or mark or whatever before you could be with your daughter in the hospital? What if by refusing the vaccine or mark of the beast, right? Like if we're thinking down the road, what if by refusing the vaccine, the doctors deemed you unfit parents and threatened to take your kids? 
And she asked this because when her son was in the ICU, they were treated horribly just over a mask, right? Like now it's not just a mask issue. It's, I mean, it went from the mask, which was so ridiculous in the first place to now this whole vaccine issue. You see how quickly, you know, this is escalating. So she says, you know, we see the, the nonsense that happened with the mask. Now with the vaccine, next they may be pushing the mark. And then she says, you know, your baby could have died. Our son could have died. I felt that we went through what we went through was something God wanted us to think about and be prepared for in the future. So if the vaccine was required for us to be in the hospital with our daughter, would we have taken it? If by refusing the vaccine, the doctors deemed us unfit parents and threatened to take our kids, would we change our mind then? That's, that's the question. Okay, so let's let's break this question up down because <clears throat> I think there's there's two questions in here. Um, I I guess we already answered whether or not we're going to take the vaccine or not. So if anybody is concerned about that, let's just go ahead and I'm gonna mention something <clears throat> about that. This is a choice for a believer. Okay, if you choose to take the vaccine for whatever reason okay one thing that we can't do though is put that same burden on other christians you can't say that you're doing something more noble or more noble because you're doing and 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 getting the vaccine versus a christian that decides against it and that Christian that decides against it is is not being hateful to his neighbor by refusing the vaccine. So that attitude needs to just stop because it's not it's not a fair burden to put on others who decide against it, and it's just it's just not true. So um, we we have to be careful of of that. Um, one thing, this is, as I said, this question has been rolling around in my mind for, for ever since she got it, because as I was walking into the hospital, the children's hospital on last week, when I had a long walk because there was no parking, it's funny how nobody's allowed at the hospital because of COVID. Yeah. Yet there's absolutely zero parking at the hospital. That makes sense. None. So, anybody. And what's funny is talking to the hospital stuff, because obviously I did not wear a mask the entire time I was there. Yeah. And talking with You're them, that and, person. But even they were like, no, but there's like no COVID case. Like, it, even the hospital staff is like, yeah, I, it just. There wasn't like, any, hardly like, anybody okay. wearing masks, which was kind of, kind of interesting to see. Actually. Anyways. Um, topic, I guess. <laughs> I mean, in a hospital, like it was just, it was kind of weird. Anyway, um, you know, I, so we had this long walk in there and as we got close to the entrance, I was like, man, what if they wouldn't let me in unless I had the vaccine? What if, because it was already... It, at this point, it was no visitors, but finally they allowed one visitor between 
visiting hours. So that's when I was able to get in. But I was like, man, imagine if in if if the only way I was able to get in was to get the vaccine. And and we would have had to leave her in there during this. I'm like, my goodness. Be awful. Or what if before she could get any type of anti venom she had to have the vaccine? You know what I mean? Like like before they would even give that to her. I'm like, that would be horrible, but man. I mean, obviously, that's that's certainly not where we're at yet. But it did bring up that thought. And she, the, the person that, that, that asked this question, hit on something very interesting. I think that this is something for us Christians all to step back and look at and, and see. And, and for us to us to look at and go, wow, this is the reality that we could be facing here. And, um, you know, we know that, that we're not going to see the mark of the beast in our lifetime. And but, why is that? Clarify. Why will... So you're saying that true... Followers of Christ will not see the mark of the beast. Why is that? Just to because we that is during the seven-year tribulation period in which the church will have already have been taken out of the world before that happens. However, however, even though we're not seeing the mark, we definitely are seeing the the framework, the groundwork for the mark and, and how that system will work and how that, that system will control society in every aspect of it. Okay, we, we, we see exactly how that happens. And this is where a lot of post-millennial critics would say something against this right here, but... My, my response to this is, you know, no, I don't know how far persecution is going to go. I believe that we could eat, that the church could easily look like the first century church again. I believe that could be a very good possibility. In most places of the world, it does. Right. It's not it that is. far off. Right. And, and But, you know, I honestly don't know that it would be too far off in our Western world either. If the world keeps getting as liberal as it is and keep as hostile to Christianity as it is, and, and, and you know, they realize they think that we're hateful and that we want to harm them and, and all of these things, which is completely the opposite of what... what what truth is but um you know i mean that's that that's just that's what we see so i i i think it could easily get back to that and my my answer to to this to how to combat that was you know thinking about it and going well you know Revelation says in chapter 13, okay, and, and chapter 13 is where we get the mark of the beast in verse 16, and it causes both 
or I'm sorry, also it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or on the forehead. In verse 17 it goes on to say, so that no one can buy or sell unless it he has the mark, that is the name of the beast, or the number of its name. It says that no one will be able to buy or sell, and it, it causes all to become identified with this system. The thing is, is we and people have always worked around this system. It says you won't be able to buy or sell. It doesn't say that there won't be some sort of black market in the tribulation period to where that will be possible. Yeah, like you can still, like, well, like, you know, even if we had to have the vaccine right now, okay, so I can't go into the grocery store. I'm not saying this is the case, but if it was, like, I couldn't go into the grocery store then and purchase my groceries, but I could grow a garden. Right. Kind of what we were just, you know, or we buy meat in the from a local farmer, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which is healthier to do than buy from the grocery store, anyways, but just saying. Sure. So we work outside of the system and around the system. So just as we are here, I think that that shows us as, as believers while we are here and while we know we won't go through the tribulation, how to do this. I mean, we, we work around it. We, uh, you know, comply where we have to. You can make me wear a mask. I'm not going to be happy about it, but you mask me up. It's different, which I still don't agree with, but it's it's different than forcing somebody to inject something into their body that they don't want to. Which can have life-altering consequences. It's completely different. Versus putting on... Well, like so like us here, I feel like when this question was asked, the whole vaccine thing really doesn't seem that like terrifying to me, I guess, because we already don't vaccinate our kids. We already do things very differently than the quote unquote norm. So no, our kids can't go to a public school. Oh, shucks. What a shame. Why would I be turning them over to Satan's education system anyways? Right? Like I'm not going to do that. Um, so we already do things differently. We have a natural doctor we can take our children to if there's ever something that I can't fix for them through proper nutrition and natural healing methods anyways, right? Like we live differently because we try to do things as naturally using what God gave us to heal from, right? Like we do that anyways and do things differently than the quote unquote norm, Yes, if something is outside of that, like needing anti-venom, right, that you can't just go pick up somewhere, then we have to go to, you know, that system and, and deal with it when we absolutely positively have to. Now, if they told us that our daughter had to have the vaccine in order to even be seen to get the venom, that's hard. What do we do? Because... Right, and that's a question there. The, but, the the vaccine then could have life-altering consequences versus... But then at the same time, you know, and that's why I had you join this, because you being in the emergency room where you were, mm -hmm. 
and and I I mean this all happened so quick. Literally, I was killing the snake while she was driving to the original. Like it all it, it, it happened. Yeah. It was it, it all happened in one moment. And so you were in the emergency room and you saw the pain mm-hmm. that our little girl was in. Yep. And at that moment, you're willing to do anything that you have to do. But I mean, you're also in in. I feel like this is. You know, I mean, this uh, again. We we've separated this from being the mark of the beast. We know that this is, it, it, you know, caving and, and getting the vaccine is not the same as caving and taking the mark of the beast. That's well, not. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like here's it, my it difference not, of so if I not. refuse the vaccine, or I, you know, like if I end up, I'm not scared of death. I think that's the thing, though, that a lot of this boils down to. Well, what if somebody died? and went to be in the presence of the Lord. What, what's bad about that? Right. But it, like, but, so I look at that so much differently. Whereas looking at like, if I look, knowing the pain that my child was in, if I had to cave and say, fine, give it to me. So I end up with heart issues and I'm dead within six months because I took the stupid vaccine, whatever. I know where I'm going. Like, right. I'm not, do. like I'm not concerned about me. In that way, I'm not scared of death. Like I'm not walking around trying to die, but it doesn't it doesn't worry me. I'm not worried about it because I no, trust God. But if it was, hey, your child can't get treated unless you take this mark. Okay, cool. Then it is what it is. We're gonna go back home. I mean, I have no second. I don't want my child to be hurting, but I know that God loves my child more than I even could. And I trust right. him. And as I said before, though, and that's why. Not I, that we would ever be in that situation. No, but even in the tribulation period, if it did come to the mark, that's why I'm saying. Christian, it doesn't ever say that like there won't be anything. And there will always be some sort of black market thing. The tribulation period, it will be near impossible. However, it's, it's, not, it, it, it's not going to be impossible. Yeah, it, it it's going to be the most intense time in in Earth's history by far. But it's it's not going to be a situation to where you know I I don't think that you're not going to be able to work around it. Maybe maybe so, but I think a lot of this we get from the Left Behind series, the idea that you know. Um, militaries they're just going to be walking up and down the street which it it might be but i i really just you know some of that i think is 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 people getting just used to and living off of a system and really i think that's what this and i don't want to i don't want anybody to think i sound like i'm contradicting myself here because i know it, it may sound like it's going back and forth here because um at the same time, I see all of COVID and this vaccine and the masks and all of that. This is absolutely just conditioning the masses to be comfortable with whatever comes down the pike. So now if we do do the mark, it's so much easier. It's so much easier than, you know, um, having cash. It's it's so much easier to just, you know, well, tap a card how- or, or use an app. 
And look how quickly the churches are taking onto this. Right. Yep, everybody have a mask. Yep, everybody take the vaccine. Yep, you can hold that here. Like, it's amazing to see. Again, not that it's it, but you're seeing the groundwork being laid. Well, and, and so you know, the problem is gone. The problem is it's run through my head, and, and this is when it clicked that I was like, man. Sometimes I think it would just be easier just to take it. Just get it over with. Just get it over with. Like, I'm so sick of hearing about it. Let's just get it over with. But then I was going, and that's the problem. Exactly. Because, because that's the exact that it attitude. Like, it was like the day before you said that, then the kids and I came home from our friend at the dentist who has literally never had a heart condition in her entire life. Right. She's been more healthy in this past year than her whole life. Like doing great. Just had her physical last year. Everything was fantastic. Within six months of taking the vaccine, she is looking at some fatal heart conditions that are very scary. They are running all these tests and doing all these things. And it's like the only thing that's been different is that stinking shot mm -hmm. and here she is and she's one in a million that are having the same condition you know what i mean and and i think that kind of leads to into the next question of she asked here you know what if by refusing the vaccine the doctors deem you unfit parents and threaten to take your kids i'm going to add real quick that we've this is something that has kind of been in our forefront for years now because we do not vaccinate and so I have to have conversations with, I mean, I can count on one hand the amount of time all of our children have been to the doctors anyways. But um, when we are there, you know, and you have to go through the conversations of like, do you want me to pull out your own science to show you how like this schedule is crazy and I don't want to support the abortion clinics and I mean, you can go around right. all of these things. But um, I mean, we go through that and we know, I mean, even homeschooling. That I mean, up until COVID, I mean, even homeschool parents know that CPS randomly shows up and things like that. I mean, right. so we've had to live differently and take precautions. That's why we live out in the middle of nowhere. We don't live in our cushy little suburban town like we used to. We live in the middle of nowhere. Our children know that if any government official from police down to CPS, you know, any of it shows up at our door, you do not open that door. You do not talk to them. You come and get mommy and daddy, and you completely stay away. We absolutely respect them. Sure. And we absolutely teach say, them with all due respect. Sure. But, but we also do not let them. But with all due respect, you cannot come and start my asking home, my no. children questions, and you absolutely cannot not. invite yourself into my home absolutely with all not. due respect. So, I mean, those right. are all things that our children were taught from a very young age that they know, hey, yeah, no, we don't talk. No, I, I teach them to absolutely not do that, but at the same time understand that they need to be submissive acting and they need to be submissive sure. to them and and to every, you know, every deserved request um, whatever, but yeah, you don't, and and you live completely apart from that type of of system. That's just the way that we do it, and so I mean that's kind of that's kind of the thing with this. And if they deemed us to be an unfit parent, that's an interesting question. Um, and I think it's a hard question too because we still have rights right as and, americans and in this point of time so like at this go ahead point and call time. me an unfit parent go ahead i dare you because i have the legal ability 
to go in. I mean, you might make my life a living nightmare for a little bit, but I have every legal ability to go in and fight this because even if CPS shows up, I can absolutely say, no, sorry, you're like, get out of here. You know, like I, I have my rights as well and you can't intimidate me into something that isn't okay. Cause that's what a right. lot of it is. A lot of it's intimidation by, you know, these authorities and that's abuse of their power. So no, I don't have to play into your game of being abusive of your power. Can all right. of and, that and being see and that's the problem is people need to understand that being subject to does not mean blind blind obedience. Yeah, I still have rights afforded to me that I am allowed to exercise. Absolutely. So, you do. And that's not my, me being disobedient. You're no. the one coming up here abusing your power and intimidating me into a vaccine, intimidating me into these well child checks, right? Intimidating yeah, even Jesus. Those types of things. Even Jesus was like, why are you beating me if I'm telling you the truth? Yeah. yeah you know, like, he says. I, I, I don't have to do this. So right now we have that. Could there come a day where that goes away? Absolutely we could. But at the same time, I know you and I have talked about it, but I've said time and time again, um, y'all are severely underestimating my like will and ability to go further out into the mountains, further away from society, further out, you know, self-sufficient on our own. Like if you think that we are going to cave to this stuff before going... <laughs> Out of here, deuces, right? What are we told in scripture anyways? We're told to work quietly with our own hands, living in a way that we're not dependent on anyone else. And I know you and I have worked really hard on this for years now, but seeing the way the world is going, like if the Lord continues to tarry and we do stay here for any extended amount of time, I don't see how as all followers of Christ we shouldn't all be realizing that these are those warning signs going off going, yeah, you need to get away from the system mm -hmm. because every system is a world system. I'm talking schools, governments, medicine, like all of them, food, right? Anything, right? Just everything all together. They, they're systems of the world, correct? Like that's what they are. They're like the systems of mm -hmm. like the countries and the rulers and whatever. So if Satan is ruling this world right now, then don't those all essentially become just, systems of satan mm -hmm. like th th this is his thing right now so why are we not all seeing this as god giving us those warning signs of like guys you need to get out you need to stop being wrapped up in this you need to leave it be because yeah there there could be a day it's before the rapture before the mark of the beast before all of this comes to pass where yeah you can't go into the grocery store unless you have your vaccine passport you can't do this. You can't do that, right? Like, I mean, we're 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 a step away from all of it right. as it is, anyways. And so, how silly is it then that we're going to be like, okay, give me the vaccine versus okay, I'll plant a garden, I'll learn to eat God's food versus prepackaged garbage, right? I'll learn to take care of myself in the ways that the God, that God has absolutely designed me to be able to do. I'd much rather focus on getting back to that. Right. And living in fear of cons or concern over this. Like, yeah, well, it's hard in an emergency situation, but. That's, that's where it's, it's interesting. And this is the other side. This is why this is part two of what we, we just talked about in the first one with, you know, being subject to authorities and obedience and all that stuff. Um, with obedience and being subject to, again, this doesn't require blind obedience. 
So what this means is, you know, what the, the reality of what this is, is we live in our own little world here, is what we do. We don't, we don't play by, you know, we don't make a scene and we obey the world's laws, so we don't make trouble. But we live by our own code, our own creed. And we live, and in, in, in when I say our own, it's the Lord's, it's not ours. It's just that he has called us out of this world. So we follow him, not the world. We don't, again, we don't make a scene. We don't make a big deal about this, but we live in freedom. Not a freedom to cover up a sin, but it's not sinning when you decide that you don't want to inject something into your body. But the, yet the government or the leaders are making you. You don't have to do that and you don't have to put up with that. Regardless, if you don't want to, that's not something that you're required to do. Submission to authorities, that, that's, that's not applicable there. And anybody that would try to, to apply it to that is dead wrong. Heck, if I ever even in the future applied it to anything even remotely close to that, that's wrong. But no, we can't. <clears throat> And we we obey and do good and do all of these things right where we can. Where we can. So there's going to be times that we can't. And the times that we can't, we get around it. There's plenty of ways to get around it. We don't have to be enthralled in this, you know, or involved in this world system that's around us we don't have to like you said I mean we can do we can make our own food we can we can make Natural our own electricity medicine. Yeah. medicine you know yeah. so many different things that we can do we can go in so many different directions we don't have to follow the course of the world there's going to be, and, and that was, though, part of the question, though, if we're talking about ventilators and, and anti-venom. In that case, that that has to be a case-by-case case case decision, but you do what you have to do. Well, because I was going to say that. Like, it, it no, is really what the answer is. Like, in the emergency situation. You, you do what you have to do to save your child's life. Exactly. I am going to do everything in my absolute because power. Because we know this is not the mark. I know it's not the mark of the beast. If this was the mark of the beast, then I know if that means my child dying and going and being with the Lord, then my child gets to go be with the Lord. Right. right? So, that's different. This situation with the vaccine, if... I have no other way I can go about this. I am absolutely backed into a corner and I have to take this potentially deadly, stupid vaccine, then fine. I'll do it. If my heart gives out in six months, I know where I'm going. I know that God's got it, right? I'm not living in fear. But am I going to absolutely take every other route possible, go completely backwoods back doors under the tape like whatever to live outside of this system that's only going to get worse absolutely i am and that's why you have the chiropractor you have he's an amazing yep. man of god we have a natural holistic doctor that works right alongside of him that we can go use for anything like you know what i mean like we have so many ways that we can go about doing what we need to do to get by in this time that is outside of the system, outside of all of this nonsense. But I really feel like I really feel like Jesus' words in Matthew twelve 
the application with um you know mentioning that the pharisees talking about hey one of your disciples you know plugged heads of grain they're working on the sabbath you know and jesus mentions you know david doing what he had to do because he was hungry and then he he also mentions you know in verse 11 he says which one of you who has a sheep, it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not take hold of it and lift it out. Or how much more value is a man than a sheep? So it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. You know, that, that was, you know, yeah, we're going to have to do what we have to do. And who doesn't do that? Who wouldn't? You're telling me that I have to take a vaccine before I give my daughter anti-venom and she's screaming in pain in the emergency room. Give me the vaccine. I'm doing what I have to do. You know, uh, if if you're telling me my son is not going to be able to be put on a ventilator, and and mind you, this this son of hers is is alive and well today. So if it wouldn't have been for the fact that he would have been put on a ventilator, he wouldn't be alive and well today. So you tell me if you you put a ventilator unless you get a, the the vaccine, shoot me up twice. Do it. Are we at that place? No. But if we're faced in something like that in this age that we're living in, we know that we're not going to see the mark. But we do. The important lesson is this: is we see, and even a decision like that should make us go, "Wow." Look how close we are. Look at the decision that the world is going to make easily. And and look at look at how easy it's going to be to deceive people during this time. We're supposed to look at this time and be aware of it. We're supposed to realize where we are in the course of human history and how close we are to the return of Christ with all of this. Because if we're if we're getting to the point where we're withholding service, medical service and, and, and firing people, um, and this is becoming you know not just a, a American problem. This is something that we're starting to see all around the world. It's 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 becoming this, and it's it is it's the groundwork exactly for what we read there with with just the, the mark and this mark being global, and um, you know that that framework is being set so we we make these decisions uh, with the knowledge that that's what is coming but um we we remember that we serve one king and that's it not not many kings not this we we remain subject which if we do a word study on the uh, on the on subject it does not mean worship it does not mean completely follow no matter what even that you know even if that is a more it, it doesn't mean any of that so um was there any part any other part of this question that i did not answer because i don't want to i don't think so i mean it. that's that's what we would do and it definitely isn't the mark and um i know that I already have a target on my back because I don't vaccinate my children. And don't and take and, and don't do it. If you're wondering, don't just don't do it. I mean, I, I I know that a lot. That's a very controversial statement, but if I think it's it's far more risk to 
to do it than it isn't. Um, I know other people say and feel differently, and that's fine, and I make room for Christians and brothers and sisters in Christ who feel differently. If you feel that it's, it's, it's um, something that is good, you know, I don't deny modern medicine, but if you feel it's something that is good, okay, but uh, certainly just don't, don't force that upon others. Don't form an opinion about others and just live, you know, for your own choices and keep those to yourself. I mean, we all do those. I have many um, that I do. You know, I mean, I think there's many little small things that I do that, I, that others would uh, not necessarily do themselves. And I'm sure that each and every one of us do. So um, <clears throat> just make room for each other's faults and, and, and look up because our redemption is near, I think. Absolutely. I think, I guess that's it, right? Yeah, I think <laughs> that's, that's it. What other truth is there to it? Yep. On the day of judgment, do not, do not fear for the atheist so much, the thief, the murderer. If you want to be afraid for someone on the day of judgment, be afraid for those who carried the title pastor. Let me give you an example. I gave this example last night. Let's say that a king had a bride. He loved her. He dressed her in white. She was pure and precious to him. And the people admired her for her, for her virtue, for her merit. And the king has to go on a long journey. And so he, he uh, tells his steward, he calls his steward in and he says, here are the directions and you are to care for my bride. You do not deviate from this, not, not one jot or tittle. And when I come back, you'll be rewarded or I'll come back and you will be severely punished. Keep this book, these instructions with regard to her. Well, after a few years, this steward realizes that the people are losing their loyalty in the king. And they're no longer concerned about the bride because, well, she's just prudish. She's old fashioned. So he takes her and dresses, takes off her beautiful white garment and replaces it with something really sensual paints her face like a prostitute, and then marches her up and down the kingdom and uses this new look to attract carnal men back into the kingdom. When that king comes back, there, there are no words to describe what he will do to that steward. And when Jesus Christ comes back, there are no words to describe what he will do to many of these men who call themselves pastors who have done to his bride exactly what the steward did in that parable.